Hello and welcome to Show Love. I'm Bronwyn Murphy. I'm sorry, it's been a while. You know when you just lose a little spark in you and you need some time away to repair? Well, that happened. And although this podcast was recorded a few months ago, I needed to get my mojo back before I put it out there. But I'm back. And thank you to Chico, who laid his heart out, giving all his emotion and unconditional love. And boy, has he got some stories. Sorry this took so long, but at last, it's Chico time. Unconditional love, acceptance, love. This is what we need. Mm-hmm. I've got, I'm, uh, I'm recording already because oh uh, I'm joined here by Chico. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm who, a little bit emotional today. He's quite emotional already. We have, we've only just started recording. We're oh. um, outside. I don't know if that's going to affect the sound, but if it does, I'm sorry. Everyone knows you by one name. You're that cool. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Chico. Thank you. Bronwyn, you're my, you're my angel. <laughs> so um, everyone knows you as that fun-loving guy from X Factor, which is uh, where we met back in exactly, 2005. Exactly. You've, you been, know, you've been there every step of the way. Every step of the way. You know that was 17 years ago? I can't believe that. I've known you that long. And wow. we've, we've been like texting and it seemed like and yesterday. bumping into each other. Yeah, but, but you see, the beautiful thing about time is time is an illusion. Yeah. And um, the beautiful thing about people that you love, which is love-based, is unconditional, means I don't have to see you for 10 years. It's still But the same. it seems like yesterday. It does. Because timelessness. Yeah. It's and lovely that you're talking about unconditional love because yeah. this is the show love podcast. This is what it's about. This is what it's all yeah. about. Um, so there's so much more to you than the X Factor though. Uh, I'm going to go back in time first. Sure. Uh, we keep talking about time, which is a little bit, I bet you get a sick of that. It's a good time. Do you know what? Let me address that because um, uh, um, yesterday um, I got invited by my friend uh, Joe Purvis and um, I've been fasting the whole of Ramadan Ding Dong and um, we have had all these people who are very successful monetary-wise. And I took a little bucket because we're raising money for um, kids in Ukraine. That's what he's like, everyone. That's and like. and we've, we, in the last few weeks, we raised uh, 2,400 and hopefully more because I've got to count the bucket. <laughs> and do you know what? In the beginning... I felt a bit weird, just going, hi, how are you? Take a picture, I got put some money in. <laughs> and everyone's going, oh, I've got no money, only a card. I'm like, download my app. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm coming for you. <laughs> and uh, the beautiful thing is, is we, we um, have uh, my beautiful friend that I stay uh, with in Portugal, uh, Tanya, Petra, she's Ukrainian, and Mohammed. And they opened their home to me. That's how the, my retreats begun. Mm. You've got you skipping ahead. Yeah, no, no. We're, we're going to talk about we're, Yeah, we're going to get to that. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get to that. So, so I'm going to go back. I'm going to yeah, go back yeah. first, and then we'll go to where you are now. So, um, you're one year older than me, and you were. I'm not going to say what year that was because I don't want anyone to know. You look beautiful. You <laughs> look beautiful. You. Sip your wine a bit more. <laughs> and then I might look yeah, my, my 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 sparkling water. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so you're one year older than me and were born in Wales. I, I, a lot of people won't know that. Yeah, I was Wales. born in Bridgend and my parents separated and I lived, uh, I was brought up by my grandparents in Morocco. And So hang on, so you went to Morocco when you were two? Uh, right? Probably about 18 months. Right, yeah. But I yeah. don't know, say, say two, yeah. To be with your grandparents. To be with my grandparents and my... Um, so I was brought up on... 
a thousand year tradition, so to speak. Um, Morocco is a beautiful place. Oh, yeah. it's gorgeous. I wanted to go last Christmas, but yeah. I went to... Well, you can come to one of my retreats in the well, Atlas Mountains. And we'll come to that again in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know where they say, I'm my father's son. Yeah. I'm actually my grandfather's son. Right. You were talking about the fact that um, that you're quite a spiritual family yes. earlier, and you said it skipped a generation with your dad. Is there something about your dad? Yeah, my 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 dad is not spiritual in the sense of practice, but he's a good man. Yeah, and um, the baton has been given to me mm. for whatever reason, uh, and I believe that this vessel called Chico or Yusef, which we will talk about soon, <laughs> yeah. um, has been passed to me to impart a message. And what's the message? Love, unconditional love. I mean, here yeah. you are. I love it. Your name is Yusef. Yes. Not again. Joseph. Not many, it Joseph. Oh, does it? And not many people know that. No, not many people know that. And the, the funny thing is, is Joseph is the uh, Technicolor, Joseph. Yeah. And everything I've ever done without realizing it was my charity, Rainbow Child Foundation. Yes. My wife from Maulana Sheikh Nazim, which is a, a Sufi master, when he got us together, was an arranged marriage. We went as friends. Really? And yeah, yeah. We, we've come as a husband and wife. Yeah. We, we just, because you've got this uh, incredible ability to be able to transport into different dimensions and see things that nobody else can and I was like okay well listen it could either listen you know back in my days uh, that, that, uh, I've seen I've seen you've different seen, things but but that was that was that uh, was that was JD uh, Indo uh, induced to <laughs> say to speak but I, I basically said to her look you know come and, and, and see if you're if this is a real gift or is imagination anyway cut a long story short I went there as my best friend for 15 years. Uh, within one week, we were husband and wife. Really? And it was it was a, it was a, it was an absolute arranged marriage, but a spiritual marriage. And, and that was what 2008? 2004. Oh, four, 2004. Yeah. Just before so, I went into the X Factor. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. And 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 uh, with my spiritual master, I, I've actually asked him. I said, "Look, you know, um, um, I'm going to go into this show." Uh, what do you think? And he went, devil music? And I went, no, 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 Molana. It's just, it's just, just, just you know. He went, oh, he closed his eyes. What is devil music? Uh, devil music means um, that which takes you out of your soul, heart essence. Okay. Most music yeah. doesn't it, it, so, you. So, like, so, so when he said that, I was like, no, 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 no. It's just, you know, entertaining. Yeah, and he closed his eyes. Music. He grabbed my hand and went, hmm. You have permission. Oh, and within that, nine months to the day, I got number one and not my donut off the top spot. <laughs> you're, you're literally doing all my questions. Right. Oh, no, no, we can talk tell all us, about it. Tell that. us, Yusuf, how was Chico born then? Okay. This is a crazy story. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, at uh, 18, um, so we've got the sun, pastry, which we all know. Yeah, yeah. Right? Eventually, they we had women going hold on a minute but we don't have anything for men like women so they created a pay seven fella ah right so they said do that you that didn't last long did it I don't remember no it didn't that. last long but it's not that's it, a shame but, but, but it created 
Chico, oh, and yeah. this is what I'm going to get to, right? Um, they said, if you think that your boyfriend has got what it takes to be a pay seven fella, please send in your pictures. Yeah. So me, not having a girlfriend, <laughs> I wrote this. I went, I think my boyfriend is gorgeous. <laughs> so just for me, yeah, I'll call it yeah. the blag attack. Blag it, but be able to back it. <laughs> That's how I live life. Right, I love uh, it. Uh, so I wrote this story as my girlfriend, and I sent in my pictures to the Sun newspaper. Uh, a month later, I get this response. And I'm literally shaking. It's a Sun newspaper. I'm reading it. He went, thank you for applying. Yousef, at the time, I'm going, Yousef, thank you for applying, but you've been unsuccessful. Here's your pictures back. Because in those days, they, they literally uh, answered you back. Yeah, yeah. I was so disappointed and heartbroken. I thought, I'm not having any of that. <laughs> so anyway, I walked into the local newspaper, which was Crawley News, right? And it was like Eddie Murphy. You know, like, just blag it you like yeah. you show something like yeah. Beverly Hills yeah, thing, yeah, right? yeah. so I went and listen I've just been accepted by the Sun newspaper I'm going to be page 7 fella and I went yeah what do you want us to do I went yeah you want me as a local boy to be in your page 7 and you're in the, but we don't have this um, I went I know but I want you to claim it as the amazing. local boy amazing it's quite a long story short um, they, they they wanted to go ahead with it and the, the receptionist said What's your name? I went, Yusef Slimani. She went, Yusef Salami? I went, no, Yusef no. Salami. <laughs> I went, no, no. Yusef Slimani. She went, useless salami. I went, no. I said, there's nothing useless about my salami. Trust me. <laughs> Look. <laughs> I said, listen. I said, she went, have you got a nickname? I went, Chico. Do you just thought of that on the yeah, spot? But, but Chico was, when I was a goat herder, um, We're back uh, in Morocco. Yeah, right back now. in Morocco. Yeah. And I went to the beach, and the first person that I saw, this a long story, was the first time I saw blonde hair and blue eyes. And it looked like Princess Diana, oh. which I wrote a song about called The Queen of Hearts. Oh. Way back. Yeah. But I was like this, and I was uh, like a street vendor, and I was like, oh my God. I literally, I just looked like. <gasps> And I left the the the, um, the stand, and I and I was this cheeky boy, and I was going like this. I point out as in like you and me, we should be together, right? <laughs> and the guy went, "Hey, qué pasa, muchacho? Hey, chico, like this." Um, and I went, "Like qué pasa, muchacho?" Means like what's going on, yeah. you know? And he went, "Hey, chico," means hey boy. <gasps> chico means boy. Amazing, right? So it was embedded in my heart and my mind. Yeah. And so, and it, they took me and they bought me ice cream for the first time. I've never eaten ice cream. And I took them back to my vendor and I gave them some, and, and I gave them some sweets. So that Chico, hey, hey, que pasa muchacho? Hey, Chico, was embedded in, in my heart yeah. and in my mind. Uh, eventually, I got to meet Prince Charles and, and whatnot. But it, eventually... What, you, I bet you had no idea at that point. Then, at that moment, was the very foundation of what I was to become. Yeah. Right? Hasn't your wife got blonde hair and blue eyes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Green eyes, just like you. Beautiful. Oh. And, 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 and so, so when she said, do you have a nickname? I went, Chico. Amazing. And do you know what was happened? When they, when they, um, put my page, you know, body top and all, uh, you know, my body in there. Yeah. And, Which is, and they went, still toned, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, still toned. And they went, Cheeky Chico, Bezzy Cheeks or something. And my friends were like, Cheeky Chico, what is that? I went, 
<laughs> and it bit? stuck. And it stuck. That's, that's how Chico Amazing. came about. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Wow, I love that. I love that story. Uh, so, um, you uh, wrote and recorded songs from an early age. You were into being in the arts. You wanted to do that. You did. Yes. Uh, you came back to the UK in age 14. Trained as an electrical engineer, which yes. you need a lot of brains for. So that's well, believe it or not, I left. I left qualific- I left school without qualifications because I don't believe that it's a, a, a one size fits all. Yeah, I'm with you because I believe that we're all um, born with our own gift. Some yeah, people are sports people. Some people, yeah, d- different talents. Yeah. Um, so I actually left school uh, without qualifications. Uh, Did you like school? I loved school, but I couldn't speak a word of English because I came here when I was 13 and a half. So it was hard for me in the sense of connection. But the good thing was, is I was inspired by Muhammad Ali and Bruce Lee. So I had that kind of connection. And my first love was Elvis. So they called me Little Elvis because I had a little quiff. I had a little quiff and I was this little Moroccan Elvis, you know, and they go, oh, Elvis, you know. (laughs) So Is that how you got all the girls? Well, to be honest with you, I wasn't a big hit. Really? I wasn't a big hit until I... Until what? Until... Do you want me to tell you the story? <laughs> yeah, go on. Oh, God. Until I... am. Well, I was 16 and a half. Uh, I was only a couple of years later. Yeah, 16 and a half. And so I become a, a trainee hairdresser. And what happened I love was, that you've done everything. Yeah, That's what great. happened was um, there was a club called Da Vinci's. So it was a Crawley. Uh, near Gatwick and Hawley is even closer than Gatwick that's why I connected with Richard Branson because I loved blonde hair yeah uh, the ladies dressed in red I was like oh my I want to be him <laughs> it's funny because I ended up cycling with Richard Branson amazing this is crazy yeah. right and there was a uh, there was a, a a pub it used to be called the, the game bird I thought I'm game <laughs> and I'm looking for birds <laughs> Right, <laughs> right. So I thought, no I thought necessary, right? Anyway, uh, but, but they, the pub would finish at eleven, and they would all go to a club called Da Vinci's. So I ended up there, and I'm connected to. I've got connected with a friend called Gino, uh, Zad, and Rocky, but they were all Iranian. Yeah. Right. So there's a bounce. They're all three brothers. They look fantastic. You know, uh, gone to the gym. And anyway, I've I've gone in and went. I know, you're young, but you can come in. So anyway, I've gone in, and I become a cloakroom boy. Oh. Right. I'm just cutting the story, and the cloakroom was right in the back. So I just get the beautiful girls that would come and give me their coats. I hang them up, and I'm like. My God, I want to be with you. (laughs) But there's a dance floor, so I had to see everyone's uh, belongings secure and safe. And then I would come to the end and see what's going on in the dance floor. So what happened was this. One day, uh, they promoted me to... um, uh, the guy that was the um, floor manager didn't turn up. So well, I, I, they said, listen, don't worry about the coats. You come over here. <laughs> so I thought to myself, you know what? What do I do to get his job? Right? I went, I've got to do something different. So I become the 
dancing yes. glass collector. So, <laughs> so, so instead of going, oh, can I take your ashtray? Can I take your glass? I would, I would do this. I would, I would slide like this. <laughs> He's sliding. Like this, slide, slide like this and go, hey. But what I did was we used to wear black trousers and a white shirt. But instead of a white shirt, I had a little pocket. So I had a little brush. Yeah. Like this. So I would turn, and I would turn like this, and I go, excuse me, ashtray, and I get the thing. So it became an entertainment. Yeah. So you wanted to be the part there, yeah. didn't you? So, so it still works, because you just charmed two ladies just over there that literally were fawning all over you. All you said was hello. But, but you know what? <laughs> There's no harm in being charming. No, that's true. Right? And you've got that in abundance. Because... because you know, it doesn't take much to put a smile on someone's no, face, and you right? do that, and that's why uh, I adore you. Yeah. Oh, and I adore you. So then, before so, you... so what happened is, all of a sudden, people started to come and see the dancing glass collector. Oh, right. And what? How old were you now? Like seventeen. So I'm seventeen. Yeah. So I, the the boss is gone. Right. So they put the floor manager in the cloakroom. <laughs> Bit, I know. I, 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 he didn't like me, but you know what can I do, right? It's just one of those things. Right? Oh, you've got it on your you own, know, right? It's just one of those things. But what happened was, all of a sudden, the music stopped. Right? What happened was this: back in the days, we remember it. There was two um, sections in the nightclub, so it opens at nine, yeah. finishes at two. Yeah. But then we used to be able to slow dance. Yes. Two of those, yeah. right? No, there was like one at 11 o'clock yeah. and one at just before 2 o'clock. Yeah. We called it the erection section. Excuse me. So, so I don't you can say <laughs> so, whatever you want on right. there. So, so what happened is like you get a chance to ask whoever you like yeah. and you still get a second chance later on if they say no. <laughs> and those, oh, I bet you were creaming up. Oh, but what had happened was I was quite a hit. But all of a sudden, this is like 10 o'clock, the music stopped a guy came in, and I'm thinking, what the hell is this? It's all uh, no, so it's about eleven thirty because all the air hostesses, uh, Virgin air hostesses, came in. Oh, and I'm thinking, hold on a minute, I'm dancing, I'm entertaining, and this guy come in for two minutes, and everyone is going crazy. What it was, he was a stripper. Ah. Right, he blindfolded the woman, put a banana in her mouth, and oh, what in her mouth? Banana, like <laughs> yeah, like bit of baby oil. I'm thinking, bloody hell! I'm all over that. Hold on a minute. <laughs> so, but I didn't say anything. But as he finished, the music started, and he was just about to go upstairs. And I went, "Oh, you?" I said, "Um." And like literally I couldn't even speak I went How are you? What are you Like literally I had like Verbal diarrhea In one sentence And he I said He said I'm a stripper I went How much did you earn? He went 45 quid I went 45 quid I got to do three nights Here For, for, for 45 quid Oh my god I went I said He said I'm Tarzan I went You look more like he's roped <laughs> Because it was skinny. <laughs> is that how you got into stripping? This is then? how I got into stripping. Wow. And he went, I said, I can do what you do. Wow. And he went, you got a six pack? I went, boom. There it right? is. He went, here's a number for a kissogram uh, agency. Brilliant. And that's how it started. And I was looking after three uncles, my grandparents, and their family in Morocco. Oh. So what I would do, I called it the days of toast in margarine in Langley Green. I lived in a place called Langley Green. And what happened is I would um, earn 45 pounds, 
45 pounds, say, for instance. Anyway, cut long sure story that short. That's early 90s now, right? Yeah, 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 early 90s. And what happened is I would send all the money back. Oh, you're And so I lived on 52 pence. And, you and I called it toast, the and toast and margarine in oh, Langley Green. God. So, so what happened is that the toast was like, I don't know, 30 pence and the beans was 20 pence or How vice did you versa. six pack with that? Well, uh, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't my so starving. <laughs> That's the secret. And you know what? And you know what? And certain weeks, I have a little bit left over, so I'll have a little bit of meat or something, oh you know. Oh my god, you're so adorable! <laughs> Literally, <laughs> fucking hell. So right, wow. So, so that 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 was my beginning of how sort of Chico uh, was born. Yeah. And everything I've earned was I was living on literally fifty two pence. You're su- you're such a giving person. That's part of you. You're just so lovely. But do you know why? Because I wake up every morning and I go, I'm alive. Yeah. I wake up every morning and go, I've got my health. You know, what matters most is your health, is your wealth, and your wealth yeah. is your health. And if you can be surrounded, you know, the old, the old saying says, if you can be, if you can count your true friends on one hand, you're the richest person in the world. Yeah. I can count them on ten. Yeah. And my toes. Yeah. Because... I have people like you in my life. Oh, you're d- adorable. I feel the same. You know, it's, just, it's infectious. It's, it's totally beautiful. infectious. Anyway, beautiful. sorry, sorry. I'm just like. And this is why you were in uh, tears earlier, isn't it? Oh my just, god, I, I cried. Yeah. I cried a few times today, and uh, you know, I'm not an emotional person in the sense of crying and showing tears. But uh, you know, uh, when this supreme power um, connects you with angels in human form mm. you go wow thank you yeah Th- gratitude i said that to my kids gratitude. thank the angels thank the angels and they're like whatever mum anyway so <laughs> oh, don't, don't, don't get me started <laughs> again oh my god <laughs> jesus it's been such it's so adorable it's though. been so beautiful because uh, right now i just feel unconditional love but most of all i feel loved yeah from a power that cannot be explained Call it God, call it universal creator, whatever you want to... There is no name for it. Yeah. But it's a feeling. Feeling, exactly, It's like me saying to you, you know when you fall in love with someone, right, and you wake up in the morning and you think about them, you sleep at night, you think about them, all day you think about them. I said to you, explain it. How can you explain it? You can't. No, Right. It's that. It's just there, isn't it? Right in your belly. It's that. Yeah. You know, it's, so it's nice. just. I wish you could see his smile right oh now. Oh my so god, nice. it's beautiful. It's so, beautiful. so after the stripping, yes. um, in two thousand and four, yes, I've skipped a little bit from nineties. Uh, uh, you were work, working as an actor. You were doing stuff. You co-wrote, starred, yeah. produced, and provided the soundtrack for the BAFTA-nominated short film. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Winner takes all. Yeah, yeah. Which also had your uh, younger brother. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, not older. Believe it or not. Oh, I think he's younger than you. No, no, he's. Older than me, uh, is uh, well, John Campbell. That's his, his, uh, he's not my real brother, he's my soul brother. Yeah, and he, this is an amazing story. See, I thought he was born in 73. No, he's born in 68. Ah, yeah. Oh, sorry, Wikipedia, you uh, let That's me down okay. there. Let me down there. That's okay. Um, but he, what he works in Hollywood, he lives in well, LA. Well, guess what? He was an actor and he was actually my manager when I was in the X Factor. Yeah, you're right? still good friends now, are you? No, he's my brother. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're the same coin but different facade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. At the same value. 
Yeah, right. I get you. Um, what happened is he he we were in a group called before the music before the X Factor. We were called Machico Mac and Chico. We called Machico. But we were like the Millie Vanilli. <laughs> but actually sang. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> uh, you can sing. Yeah, you know, yeah. thank you. And uh, not many people know that. And <laughs> 17 years down the road, I certainly can hold the tune. But my daughter is a different story, which I'll tell you about. She's in the Brit school, by the way. Yeah. Um, um, what happened was um, I said to him, look, follow your heart. And this is what I say to, uh, the message I always say to people, follow your heart. Because it just knows. Yeah. You're born for something, which takes me back to the classroom. You might be a sportsman. You might be a great mathematician. You might be a great, uh, a, 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 just a helping person. But we're all born in this world for well, a certain reason. It's yeah, your passion, it's your passion. It? You've got to go So follow that. your passion, yeah. live your passion, love your passion. And you'll never and work then, a day in your life. Thank you. Yeah. And, and, and that is uh, actually uh, uh, a quote by the great Lao Tzu, which is the Taoist. Um, uh, and anyone who wants to, uh, to actually get the Tao Te Ching called by Lao Tzu, he says, find a job you love and you will never, ever work a day in your life. Yeah, it's true. So I said to him, follow your passion. And I, our story, yeah, shall I tell you how it. we met? Well, tell, and then you tell would, us about the BAFTA nomination. Oh, you would never believe this. Go on. This is a crazy story. So I was a stripper in Crawley trying to get stripper grams, 30 pound, 25 pound. And I asked the guy and I said to him, um, who is the number one stripper in the country. And he went, well, he looks a little bit like you. He's got long hair. He's called Mac. And he's the, the new kid on the block, so to speak. Went, okay. So, um, so Kissagram is just turning up to a birthday, whatever. But to actually do shows on the stripping scene is something completely different. Mm. So anyway, I went, okay, give me his number. I rang him up. I said, I'd like to come and see you. So yeah, fine. And, Cut a long story short, I went to see him. He was kind of almost like a bit arrogant. He's looking at me. And he was with a guy called Jacques from Australia. Another long story. Okay. Uh, he was a, a beautiful uh, super male model. He did like Milan, Paris shows. And he was his friend, right? Anyway, he was looking. you got to imagine. I'm over here with my friend. He's over there with his friend. And he's going... Yeah, he's no threat. Look at him. He's, he might be a bit taller, but nah, he's not as good looking as me. And I'm looking at my friend going, yeah, he's a little short ass. I can blow his ass to <laughs> the stratosphere, right? Anyway. <laughs> I love that you're always thinking big. Yeah, yeah you have to, yeah. right? Think big, yeah. because even if you fall, <laughs> you still achieve. You're still up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, cut a long story short. We didn't connect that night. Three months later, I'm sitting in the office waiting for a, a kissogram to come in. I thought, you know what, I'm going to call him up. Hey, Matt, while I'm talking to him, he's like a completely, he's like, hey, how you doing? Oh, wow, lovely to meet you. I'm looking at my friend going, is this the same person? He goes, look, I've got a big show. Uh, why don't you come over? Okay. I couldn't believe it. So you made a, you, you were BAFTA nominated. How, yeah. how was that? Oh, okay. Shall I tell you the story yeah. of what happened? Yeah, I oh, love your story. This is so crazy. Okay. So, I told him, you got to follow your passion. This is before the X Factor, right? And we went to sell her house. Um, 
the actors go yeah, and he was yeah. in the acting school yeah. so I met You've this girl you got to be a member it's yeah. so uh, Helen Grace Grace look at that <laughs> look at that Grace right it's all Grace it's all Grace and we were we were right up the top and it was this lovely summer day so you've got Soho House and you've got the right top and you can see everything I didn't even know about Soho House in 2004 yeah I'm yeah, so like yeah. up there man yeah <laughs> and you know what I, I so he went to the toilet and I spoke to her and I went listen so you're a director I said how do you make movies how I said she said Chico there is 42,000 unemployed actors in London alone oh, wow and I went Wow, that's... I said, but how do you make it? She went, okay, so you've got soaps, and then you've got only about four movies at the time. At the time, it was like um, four weddings and a funeral, yeah, yeah. all that. Yeah. And, um, so one of my favorite actors is uh, Anthony Hopkins, say, yeah. for instance. She went, There's only four major movies, or five, and they are all taken by this particular people and even soap stars get it yeah and well, how do you freaking make it then yeah yeah it's she so went, hard to make it and she went well if you make a short film I said well, tell me more she went well let, let's look at about uh, uh, um, Madonna's guy Richie Guy Richie Guy yeah. Richie yeah. she went well he made a short film of Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels ah. he made a 10 uh, minute film did he yeah and he went to Cannes and showed it, yeah. and then got the interest, yes. and then he got the finance, this is how he do it. And he went, uh, Vin Diesel did the same thing. And I went, oh, right, well, how much is it, does it cost to make a short film? She went, well, you could do it minimum. I said, look, I want minimum, because i got <laughs> nothing, freaking no money. <laughs> she went, we can, we can do something with five grand if you've got a good idea. Ah. And I went, great, yeah. we'll do it. Now, again, this takes me to Richard, it again. Yeah, I love it. T- takes me to Richard Branson uh, a saying, which was, "If you offered a great opportunity, say yes and yes. work out how to do it later." Yes, yes. So I went, "Great, lovely. <laughs> yeah, let's let's make it." She went, "Have you got a script?" I went, "Yeah, yeah. of course I have." <laughs> no, I had no idea. When my brother John uh, Mac came in, I went, "We're making a short movie." <laughs> he was like. Right. Anyway, cut a long story short. What had happened was one of my favorite jokes. uh, So what I did, I took the joke and I turned everything in rhyme and wrapped. Everything rhymed. And I thought, lock, stock and two smoking barrels. Well, I've always, I could have gone to the gangster world. Yeah. If I didn't love women so much, (laughs) I would have been a gangster because all of my friends at the time have served uh, a majesty's pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) So it was like, oh. I don't want to fight and be in a gang. I just love women. So I'm going to be a stripper, right? (laughs) So anyway, cut long story short, we put everything together. We wrote the the, the script. She went, oh my God, this is amazing. Really? This is incredible. I was like, uh, in the back of my mind going, I have no freaking idea, but if you like it, (laughs) I like it. As a matter of fact, if you like it, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) So what was it about, Winner Takes All? Okay, well... It was. It's about a joke. Uh, I, I don't want to spoil it because I'd like people to, to sort of see it. Yeah, and, yeah. But we but, can leave it at that. It's yeah, after nominated. Yeah. But anyway, uh, what had happened is we got all our friends in the movie. Um, I was working in clubs, uh, uh, Streatham, which we created Lap Attack, which 
eventually I got sick and tired of stripping and becoming a piece of meat. I become a promoter. Yeah. So I started doing that. So I got the place. I got all of my friends. And then uh, Helen Grace was, uh, we ended up shooting it on Thompson Viper, I think, which was what Star Wars was shot on. What? Right? Put it this way. It gone from five grand to ten grand, oh. twenty grand, twenty five. We mortgaged my house three. You t- did yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I went, we're gonna do it. I don't care, right? The house that we were living in, we mortgaged it. So we got about hundred fifty thousand pounds worth of, of filming for twenty five grand. Oh my god! But with but within that, we took it to Cannes. We got um, we got. Um, uh, uh, um, BAFTA nominated? Not uh, only oh. BAFTA nomination, but we've got um, uh, people to sponsor us for yeah. 100 grand. And out of that, we wrote Lunchbox. Ah. Which was when everything goes wrong, you're left in your thong. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying to you about Magic Mike. Yeah. And we gave it to so many people. And I'm not just saying this, I've, we've given our script TV ideas. And later on, guess what? And I'm not saying it's connected, which I think some of it is. Yeah. Right? But I swear, as you know, uh, I've had many TV ideas. Yeah. And I've had meetings. Yeah. I'm not going to say who. Mm. Six months down the road. It's on the telly. It's on the telly. I know, I've heard it. uh, And the person um, presenting it looked exactly like me. Wow. and anyway that's the dark side of that's the dark side everybody. but anyway uh, cut a long story short I call it I call it the black attack yeah black it yeah. but be able to back it exactly exactly <laughs> so then that, the year later you're on the X Factor yes yes so things are going well for you at this point at uh, this you point do, yeah you yeah. reached the quarter final yes. which everyone knows yes Simon Cowell walked out of your audition Louis Walsh and Sharon Osbourne bloody loved you the lovely Kate Thornton was the presenter oh, oh I, love I, love I love her I love her I love her love her um, and there's a great clip of you saying which I saw on YouTube which is brilliant going you have to uh, have drive charisma the moves and character put it in a pot and you've got the X Factor uh, and I believe you're looking at him <laughs> Did I say that? Oh, my God. That's so true. And you're here still. Do you know what? For me, when people say to me, what is the X Factor? I say, is that thing that when it comes on stage, you watch it. But you can't put your finger on yeah. it. You just know. Well, you when you walk in a room, you can. De- there's a definite shift. It's an change. energy. It's just an energy. energy. It's just exactly. energy. Because That's what we're talking about. The whole yeah, exactly. Because yeah. because the thing is this, and this is what I try to tell people. I say, if you put us under a microscope, we're a vibrating energy field. Yeah. And that energy field is just like a radio frequency, right? You've got you know, 98.8 Radio 1, 95, whatever, capital. It's like when you're driving a car, say, for instance, in the motorway, you might be listening to a radio station. All of a sudden, you've got another station. What's happened is just a frequency. You're listening to something different. And what I try to to say to people is raise your frequency. And that frequency can either be love, compassion, um, just unconditional love, right? Or... It can be negative thoughts, which is envy, uh, hatred, whatever it may be. And once you start to resonate at a level of frequency of 
unconditional love. And what I mean by unconditional love, because they say love. Now, that love is is a is a is a transaction. It means I love you, you love me. Yeah, yeah. And if you love me, I love you back. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah. That's that's a transaction. Yeah. That's a marriage. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. You love unconditionally, but, whatever, but, despite but, what. But, but, Unconditional is the the purest form of unconditional love is a mother to her babies. Yeah, they will drive you mad. You'll get angry, whatever it may be, but you still love them oh, I unconditionally. Know I know that. All right, so that's that's what I'm saying. And when you're vibrating at that level of a frequency, yeah, you can only meet that kind of frequency. And even when you meet lower frequency, it doesn't matter because you're vibrating at this and. You become a mirror by which others can see themselves. Yeah. Well, you brought that to the X Factor because I think that came across. Do, do, and, do, do and you know? Do you know how Chico Town came about? No. Oh my God! <laughs> Tell us. Can I? Yeah. This is crazy. Go on. So what happened was um, obviously I went to uh, so Chico Town. How it happened? Do you know how it happened? No, well, I was there. I don't what, even remember. So, so there was we, seven. We worked together. All so that there were seven people. Yeah. Uh, because you didn't come to Sharon Osborne's house. No. Right. And so there's seven people, and there's Andy Abraham was a yeah the black bin man. Yes. Who is like my closest friend, He's the adorable. most beautiful human soul. I honestly, I I've never ever met a person. Even in negativity, yeah. he, he would never say a bad word about anyone. Yeah. Just beautiful. Yeah. Brenda Edwards. I love, love her. Uh, yeah. uh, we had Maria Lawson. So all these people. Shane Warne, who, Sh- Ward. Shane who, Ward. Ward. But, but he won. wasn't. Yeah, yeah. But you see what happened in my group, which was the older group. Everyone, oh, yes, yes. Everyone sang, sang like Aretha Franklin, Tina Turner, yeah. uh Stevie Wonder. Yeah. And it was me. <laughs> right? And what happened is we had two weeks to prepare, right? And everyone's going, oh, you're not a great singer. You're not this. So I thought, I'm going to sing Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Right? Uh, as I got there, I've learned this Stevie Wonder song just to show people that I've got a voice. Yeah. Sharon came up to me. She went, Chico, we want you to sing Living Love de Loca. Oh, of course. I, I was yeah. like, oh, fuck's sake. But hold on a minute. <laughs> Everyone's had like weeks to prepare. I said, oh, "Okay, fine." So anyway, I was looked after by Mark Hudson, rainbow, rainbow colours yeah, yeah. beard. He looked like the bloody oral sex with the bag of skittles. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, he was like the Hudson brothers, right? He worked with every superstar, the Beatles, the yeah, whole lot. Yeah. It actually got me on a on a phone with Ringo. Uh, what? Uh, Shut no, up! I crazy stories what? honestly nobody knows honestly anyway i'm sitting in the back and they all had to go before me i was the last one. Oh god you, you, how did you get through that uh, uh, Your put, nerves. Uh, I, no i put my uh, uh, fingers in my ears <laughs> like this i'm going ah, la, 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 la. i'm not hearing <laughs> like literally and just before i came on uh mark came up to me and goes yo my brother Hey, listen, you got to do you, man. Yeah. I was like, yeah. It went, yo, if you want to jump in the fucking pool, man, you got to fucking jump in oh. the pool. I've always already thinking about yes. that because for me, I'm thinking. With the microphone. No, no, but I didn't. <laughs> but, but check this out. In my head, I'm going, she makes you take your clothes off uh-huh. and go dancing in yeah. the rain. Yeah. There's a pool. Yeah. There's, and I'm thinking, if I can't hit him with the musical, I'm going to hit him with the physical. <laughs> Six pack does everything, right? It works. Right, right. It works. So I've gone in there and. I, I, I mean, it was all a blur. And they went, hi, how are you? As I came out, there's um, 
Ozzy Osbourne, Rachel Hunter, uh, Penelope Cruz's sister, the whole lot. And I'm thinking, fucking hell, this is a far cry from Lucian Clocktower. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I walk in. How are you? I went, uh, in nervousness, I went, my name is Chico. <laughs> my name is Chico. I'm seeking, uh, they call me Chico Loco, and I'm seeking Living Living Live the Loco. And I'm, in my head, the voice is going, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> the fucking song. Excuse me, I, I don't mean to swear, by the way. Swear, swear, right, right. okay. So anyway, so anyway, makes you take your clothes off. Yeah. Uh, rip the shirt. Shade go the dancing in the rain. Yeah. Michael Jackson was one of my, you know, one of my inspiration musically. Yeah. I was like, I thought, yeah, man, if they slow it down, the water comes up, great. But I was so taken in, and now, because, like, I'm looking at them and everyone's going crazy, right? I jumped in the pool, and it, it's like, Ozzy's going, like, and I just see this, I'm thinking, wow, man, this is great. So I'm, I'm on my knees. I didn't realize I was going to just about to show the world what a charcoal goat herder looks like because I had a live mic, water. Yes. But but I'm suffering delusions of grandeur. (laughs) I'm thinking, Chico's a right baby. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, literally, I'm on my knees and I've got Sharon and Ozzy come up to me and he went, oh, oh, I think that was fucking brilliant, man. But I mean, he must be fucking desperate to to, to jump in the fucking pool in the live microphone. Sharon! (laughs) <laughs> and at that moment, I went, the craziest rock and roll star in history. It just told it's you. Called you me. Crazy. I'll take that. <laughs> Lovely. Chico type. And what had happened was this. When we walked in to go, hi, Sharon. How are you? She went, what's your name? Uh, I went, Chico. Uh, she went, what time do you call this? I went, Chico time. She went, oh, get on your flying carpet and go or something. And then Ozzy went, no, I can't like that. Yeah. Shall I tell you a little story yeah. about Ozzy? Yeah. This is hilarious. Am I going to get in trouble? No, no, no. <laughs> this is hilarious. Because when we walked in, and obviously they had that reality show, oh, and, yeah, and the house looked so much bigger in on TV, but it was actually quite small. They're very, very spiritual people. Yeah. Because as I walked in, the first thing you saw was this massive Bible. Massive. Like like uh, antiquity, whatever you call it. Antique. Yeah, antique, yeah. right? And behind it was a mosaic of, like, Moses. And then as I walked in, there was, like, Jesus. Really? Uh, that yeah. surprises me. And Yeah, I know. And then I walked the other side by the pool. There was a Buddha statue. Wow. And I walked to the other side, and there was, like, a, uh, the candles of the Jewish thing. Wow, and then, coming at all angles. Yeah, uh, and then the Muslim <laughs> thing. And I was like... Oh my God! This is amazing. Yeah. Uh, you, you never. And you know what was weird? She took us around. She was showing us around, and she went, "Oh, this is Kelly's room." She took us upstairs, and I'm thinking like skulls and you know, Kelly's room was pink. <laughs> I was like, "What is going on? Pink and fluffy. Look all this like pillows and stuff. I couldn't believe it." <laughs> What happened, as we were going up the stairs, you know she loves her dogs, right? Yeah. So each stair had a picture of a dog. This is my introduction to to uh, Ozzy, yeah. right? Uh, a picture of a black and white dog, and each one up there had like a cross, a cross underneath it. And I'm thinking, wow, they really are spiritual people. I can't believe this. Dog, God. I'm thinking this is how my, my ADHD mind's going. Yeah. We just I reverse everything. God, dog. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, so anyway, and, and when we walked in, there was this 
is the first time that I, I was going, it's a beautiful smell. It was like scented uh, candles. Yeah. I'm thinking, this beautiful, this pink room, this purple room, and it's going up. And no one would say anything. Brenda, uh, uh, Andy, no one is saying anything. And I went, help. I've just noticed me. <laughs> <laughs> My ADHD comes in. I went, yeah, I see all these pictures of, of, of dogs, but some of them got crosses and some of them don't. As I said that, Ozzy comes out and goes, that, that one's fucking dead. <laughs> that one's dead. That one's got run over by a fucking dingo. And, 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 and that one's fucking dead. Such a good <laughs> I swear to God, that's how my introduction with oh, Ozzy Osbourne happened. It's crazy. Anyway. Yeah, that must have been wild times like, for, for you. The craziest time. I had a very, very crazy spiritual experience, which you may call enlightenment. Uh, and at four o'clock in the morning, because obviously the time factor yeah uh, we were waking up like at three o'clock in the morning and I woke up and I prayed uh, and I meditated and I had this crazy spiritual experience and at that moment I knew that I was going to go through uh, what happened was the the, the, the newspapers oh the sun on. yeah everyone was like because of, of, of my story as a stripper. Yeah. As a matter of fact, when I went to the uh, offices at The Sun, I think her name was Victoria, and, th- and th- she was like horrible to me. Uh, um, I mean, a lot of people were horrible. Yeah, horrible yeah. to me, right? But they were like, you know what? In the history of the newspaper, we've never had so many kiss and tell stories. Mm-hmm. We're just like, oh, oh, is a naked picture of Chico. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fine, right? <laughs> Uh, and what happened was I woke up one day. This is how Chico time came about. Was I think it was a third, third or fourth week. Fourth week, I think. Um, I was tired. I was exhausted with no voice. I opened the newspaper and it was a double page spread. And it said, is this man the biggest waste of space on British TV? Shut up. I swear, right? They are ruthless. Yeah, yeah. And I, it absolutely broke me. But but you know what broke me? Was on one side it says vote yes, vote no. And I only saw that in like murderers, paedophiles, whatever it may be, like horrible, nasty people in this world, right? nothing nasty about it. And I went, all I'm trying to do is provide for my three uncles and, yeah. and my family back home. Uh, why am I being subjected to this? So I rang Sharon. I, I'm surprised you don't know this. No. Right? I rang Sharon. I went, I quit. On my fourth week of the X Factor, I went, what? I quit. I she went, not- don't you fucking quit on me. <laughs> winners are not losers and losers are not winners or something yeah. like that. Uh, quitters are not winners and winners are not losers. She went, come and see Mark. All right, fine. So I walked to, to, to Mark, you know, yeah, <laughs> the, the rainbow, the rainbow, rainbow. Wa- uh, warrior. And uh, Eo and Yo, my brother, what's going on? I went, listen, I don't get it. I don't understand. I said, when I come out, kids, I said, I've gone from like a stripper to Pied Piper in the sense of like oh, kids. Oh, everyone loves you. Kids, I you said, go. kids love me. Mothers love me. Yeah. Grandmas love me. Yeah. I said, I even I even walk down the street and I get stopped by big guys with tattoos yeah. and I think they want to beat me up and they go, yo, it's Chico time. <laughs> uh, uh, no, sorry, before that, it's like, it's, they, they, they love me. Yeah. Chico time wasn't even born yeah, yeah. at this time, right? So anyway, I said, I don't get it. And do you know what he said to me? He just looked at me right in the eyes. He went, yo, my brother, to thyself be true. 
And at that moment, I went, yeah, man, you can get delirious if you take life too serious. He went, that's right, my brother, because it's Chico time. I went, he said, there's a song. There's a freaking song. So we went in. Amazing. We recorded the song. Amazing. That was like Monday, Tuesday. And on the Wednesday, we all had to meet our mentors, right? So to see, to see what song we're going to sing yeah, yeah, and yeah. what we're going to do that week. So he went, yo, man, we're going to play it to, to Sharon. Let's, let, let's see what's going on, my brother. Okay. So we played Chico time. And she went, hey, O.C., O.C., come, come. O.C. O.C. hears it. He went, oh, I think that's fucking brilliant, man. Oh, I think it's got uh, n- 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 number one written all over it. <laughs> Simon, come here. <laughs> Simon comes in. And what happened is, it's Chico time. You can get delirious if you take like yeah. two but. We, we had it the other way so it was the the, the well, it's Chico time you can get delirious um, Simon went I like it but changed the chorus to it's Chico time with the bridge obviously he was like ka-ching yeah 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 ka-ching and he went if you get through this week you can do your own song wow obviously I was going to get through that week no matter what yeah <laughs> as you know yeah. right and of course we did the Chico time and he became a phenomenon. And, and as you said, knocked Madonna off number one. Nine months to the day. It was so incredible. Yeah. Uh, yeah that is amazing. Yeah, yeah. You have to listen. That was 16 years ago. You've got to listen 17 to 17 now. Is it? As you Jeez, said. Uh, yeah. Now, that's amazing. But just to clear up some of the stuff, you did an interview a little while ago about X Factor and you were saying you've never said a bad word about it. Oh, absolutely. I think it's massively fond memories. They, the paper said that they used an abuse, you said they used and abused you. They you want to convey oh, about that how do you feel about what, what do you want to say about that um i, I did uh, someone contacted me it was uh, uh, one of the radio stations i'm not going to mention who they are yeah anyway uh it was about jedward and all the people that went on the x factor uh who are dogging the x factor yeah so i said who were you before the x factor yeah, yeah. as we all know the music industry and what it does you're as good as your last song. Yes. Or you're as good as your last uh, album. Mm. So what I said, I have never once dogged the X Factor. Because without the X Factor, I wouldn't be talking to you right yeah, now. Exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I said it's a platform by which you could use to, if you've got the backing of Simon and everyone else, like Leona, like uh, One Direction, like everyone else mm. who made it big, mm. if you've got the machine behind you, you will get to wherever you need yeah. to get. Yeah. I said, however, many people have made some great careers, like Brenda. Mm. You know, you, 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 you go to do uh, uh, West End shows, etc., yeah. etc. Et so, I said, it's a platform by which you can use to elevate yourself to do other great things. But what they took was a soundbite of saying... I said the music industry is a conveyor belt yeah, yeah. because this year, if you don't make something back in my days, and I can say that now, um, you could live two, three years. Now it's like two months yeah. because you've got so many reality shows. Yeah. And I said, it's a conveyor belt. Mm. I was talking about the music industry. It's chews you and spits you out. Yeah. Right. Which well, is now like TikTok or exactly. Whatever, yeah. So I never once belittled or said anything bad about the X Factor and as a matter of fact that actually broke my heart mm. because I thought 
how is it that we're now we now know about fake news, especially in the last two years, yeah. and what's transpired? Doesn't matter whether you're the jab and jab nots or the have and have nots. Yeah. We now realize that wow, what we've been fed, what we've been told, mm. most of it is lies. Mm. Okay, party or no party? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. Because you know they say you you can't you can't have a party while they're having jolly japes in the back garden party. <laughs> you can't see your granny while he's getting funny. You know. <laughs> you know. Now that one's gonna be quiet. <laughs> You know, so so. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. So so, and those are your followers. I've written here mm. on social media. Love your no bullshit approach <laughs> to the state of the world. Anything you want to say about that? Answer them. Yes, I I, I do. I do. Um, well, the thing is, is I I practice what I preach, and I follow something called the bullshitometer, which is your whole heart, soul, essence. Mm. And you have, just like Mark said, to thyself be true. Yeah. Means you've got to speak your truth. And as the great Buddha said, there are only three things you can't hide for too long. The sun, the moon, and the truth. Yeah. You see, when you speak the truth, it comes in three things. First, it gets attacked. Well, at first, it gets ridiculed. Yeah. When it starts to gain momentum, it gets attacked. Yeah. Eventually, you have to be accepted as self-evident because when you are dealing with the truth it might not get you many friends yeah but it will get you the right friends exactly that's that ain't that the you truth. see and 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 the thing is is uh you have to be true to you yeah and do what's right within your heart soul essence and what do i mean by that i mean Action with the right intention. Because we live in a world of make-believe. Mm. And hi, meet my representative. Mm-mm. Right? Mm. But actually, if you live with everything you do, which is an action, with the right intention, means if I meet you, it's selfless. It is not, hi, I'm going to do this to get something out of you. If you're in a business thing, that's a, that's a different matter. But even then, if you act true which is called integrity mm. what does what what is integrity integrity means doing the right thing even when no one is watching yeah right like that, yeah and and the thing for me is you could lose money you lost nothing if you lose your health you've lost something but if you lose your character mm. you lose everything yeah and that is my foundation and I don't care, and I, and I have suffered greatly in the last two years, as you know, and I don't want to go into it. Yeah. Uh, 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 speaking my truth, I've lost TV shows, mm. I've lost gigs, I've lost um, probably a quarter of a million pound in revenue, and I'm in a situation financially right now, and I know it will come, uh, where, you know, divorce is knocking on my door. Yeah. However, I will sacrifice everything for truth. Because mm. as a great noble uh, master said, speak the truth even if it's against yourself. Yeah, wow. And to reach that level of being is your whole 
existence of incarnating in this crazy dance we call life. Yeah, and the world's gone a little bit batshit crazy. It's right gone batshit crazy, and who knows what the truth is? But like you said earlier, uh, the only difference between a conspiracy theorist. Uh, well, uh, uh, the difference between a, consi- a, a conspiracy and the truth is about six months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and exactly now that. it's about three months. Exactly. <laughs> because, that. Like, as I said, you know, you know, it's it's like w- 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 they the, the the people we've elected and the people we voted for who we think are uh, uh, working for us role models uh, role yeah. models uh, no longer do and, mm-hmm. I, and, I, and I always say there's only four scenes we'd be lied to politically raped spiritually dumb mentally and poisoned physically wow sir uh, and so 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 when you start to connect with your heart soul essence there is something inside you that just knows yeah and what's happened in in, in this last two years it's awakened so many people but we also got the other side, which is cognitive dissonance, and means they know something ain't right. Yeah, they know that. Yeah, but their their ego does not allow them to say I was wrong. Mm. And ignorance is bliss. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and and what happens is from cognitive dissonance, you go into Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, yeah. you are protecting the very tyrants. Yeah. Just like being in an abusive relationship, yeah. you know the the narcissistic relationship where you now start to just go, oh my god, I've just looked for, are they nice? You know, they're like an abusive boyfriend yeah. where you go, oh yeah, but there is that, and they yeah. they give you that little bit of, oh, I'm going to take you out for the weekend, but yeah. they'd be horrible to you for yeah, the whole yeah, week. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But eventually, I've lived that. but yeah, but eventually <laughs> you go, no, hold on, you you're not serving my greater purpose in any way, shape. I'm serving you. I'm your slave. Yeah. And 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 you and and this is what I try to tell tell people is take your power back. Yes. Because you're a limitless being with limitless potential in a physical body called a human. And we're not fucking here long. That's one of your amazing traits is that you don't take life too seriously. No, man. Uh, and you're always up. Um, I'm not sure what your wife, Daniela, and Daniela Rakish, two, yeah. two children say yeah, about beautiful. you being up. Well, guess what? Do I, they see a down cheeky? Yeah, they do. They do. They, yeah. they, they see the real me. And I, I try to work on, I call it the 90% 10 yeah, I try to be ninety percent positive, ten yeah. percent down. I mean, nobody can be up all the time. No, you can't because, because because what you see the thing is is you have to allow yourself the human faculties yeah. of what you are. We now, all make mistakes. Yeah, we all make mistakes, but at the same time, if we all were financially secure, if we all had a roof over our head, we didn't have to worry about bills, we didn't have to worry about the system, we didn't have to worry about fake news, we didn't have to worry about the bullshit. Mm that's going on in the world say for instance and, we, and we wouldn't have yeah, yeah 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 without being cancelled yeah. and, and in a cancelled society etc if we had all of that why would you be unhappy yeah. you, unless you are born a absolute moron most of the problems that we have is financial one physical because you're not active yeah and uh, the last one is spiritual, meaning you don't know the true essence of who you are. Mm. You're not this ego, body, mind. You're not your thoughts. These are conditioning. You know, your parents give you a certain conditioning. Religion or non-religion give you a certain conditioning. You go to a school. You you pick up these things. And it's just like, I always say to people, like, you know, the iPhone, say, for instance, yeah. looks exactly the same. Yeah. 
How do you personalize it? You put your own videos, your own pictures, and you put a password. Yeah. The password is ego. Easing God out or easing good out or what I term as energy going off on one. <laughs> Just a thought process. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. And once you realize you're not the software within the iPhone, you are the iPhone. It's so apt that we're in the outside right <laughs> The most beautiful place. We, we look like we're in a wood. It's yeah, beautiful. exactly, isn't it? It's so It's just, oh no, my you, God, it's beautiful. Anyway, it's your you, energy, darling. It's your energy. <laughs> it's your energy. So after X Factor, you've done yes. many TV appearances, yes. pantos, gigs, yeah. Dancing on Ice, which I did with you as well. Uh, but what your love and passion is, is fitness, yes. body, health and wellness. Yes. First of all, let's do a plug for your website. Okay. I mean, of course it's called itschicotime.com. Yeah, yeah. You've got to look it up. It's chicotime.com. It's such a genius name and well done for that. Uh, I'm going to do a video with you saying that in a minute. Uh, on there you have retreats and courses. Uh, tell us about Who Breath. Okay, Who Breath is, um, is um, uh, it's an ancient breathing technique from my spiritual master. And do you know how it came about? Can I tell you? Yeah. I was actually picking up my girl uh, and I had the radio one. It was Russell Brand interviewing Wim Hof, who's the great master of, 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 of breath work, basically, Western. And he, they call him the Iceman. And he's, through breath, he broke every world record. He, he could, like, stay in ice for two and a half hours. He, he uh, did um, the Sahara uh, three days without water. I mean, it, it, it's wow. incredible. They're actually... Through breath work. Yeah, through breath work. And what happened was this... Well, scientifically, they went, nah, this is bullshit. What they did was uh, one of the American, not Harvard, but it was Berkeley or something, university, and went, try it. And what they did was they put him under observation and they injected him with E. coli, which is like, like coronavirus, right? And with his breath work, they could see on the graph, right, he literally was disappearing out of his body. What? So, while that was happening, he said, listen, I've done... And, 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 and so breath work is from the ancient masters. It originated in uh, Pranayama, which is the Hindus, and the uh, Tibetan monks could raise their body temperature in the Himalayan uh, mountains to 25 degrees in minus 25 degrees wow. they can sweat in the snow wow. right so this is the but power this is, amazing. this is what i'm saying to you it's about mm. your thoughts and yeah. your mind and what you're capable of achieving and he was mentioning all these different things and he went yeah i've done it, pranayama i've done this i've done this and i've done the sufis which is the mystical side of what i come from and i went oh really you've not achieved that in that okay so my spiritual master would do mantras when I was doing these mantras, I was counting, like, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, or whatever. And what happened is I thought, wow, if you breathe in, four in, two out, which is, like I say, mantra, uh, that would be, like, we'll call it a ruh al-qudsi, it means the heavenly fire, it means you ignite, it's like having a, a double espresso. If you take two in and four out, that's uh, rest and digest, which is the noble prophet would say, uh, eat dinner, uh, lunch, and rest, which where siesta comes from. Ah. So siesta 
comes from that. And when you have dinner, walk. I was like, oh, wow. So four in energizes. Two in, four out uh, makes you calm. And then four in, four out is the balance. Yeah. Which is like if you're feeling a bit tired, you just want a little bit to pick me up. So what I did was I took all that and I created music and chants, mystical rhythms for the average uh, person to be able to follow. And what happened, again, my whole life is an inspiration, as you saw earlier on, right? Um, I I, I rang up my friend, Danny Kirsch, and I said, listen, I need to come in and and record this music. Great. And he's got a studio in the back of his garden. He went, do you want a coffee? I went, yeah, great. Lovely. Uh, I'd love a coffee. Took him 10 minutes, came back, and went, I need to get into the booth. I started recording this stuff, and he went, wow, that is, he said, i got goosebumps all over me. That is amazing. How long, you must have been working this for months. I went, no, you just went and made a coffee, <laughs> and it was inspired. Yes. And it just resonated with people. So, who breath is is getting high on your own supply, direction sky, natural medicine, and we all do one thing that we do every day, which is breath, but we do it unconsciously. When you start breathing consciously, Mm. it literally changes your physicality, physiology, mentality, spirituality, and you just Can I breathe myself thin? Can I breathe? Yeah, you can. No, no, but I I swear to God, you can. Okay. You can. We'll talk later. Yeah. So you do 40-day life transformations on there. Yes, yes. You do uh, relaxing in paradise with your retreats. Yes. Guided meditation, which combines ancient breathing techniques and movements and sensory activity. Uh, it relieves stress, reduces anxiety. And this is what yes. everyone needs right now. And this is exactly what I try to do. I want to be the change that people can see. Yeah. And I would love to be a mirror by which people can see themselves. So what I'm saying to them is, look, we are, like, as I said to you earlier on, we're like little drops out of an ocean. And that ocean, you call it God, call it Allah, Om, Jah, Jehovah, the Great Spirit, Shengdi, whatever it is, right? We become separated. And in that separation, we become a person. Mm. And we think fulfillment is in fame, in money, in drugs, rock and roll, whatever it may be. We reach there and we go, now what? Yeah. Right? It's the now what? Because irrelevant of what you achieve in the material world, there'll always be a now what? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because that drop is searching outside and it realizes that it's an inside job. Yeah. And then you go inside to the breath. Yeah. And you go, oh my God, that which I've been searching for. That's why you're so damn happy. Has never left me. It's always (laughs) been inside. It's an inside job. So you've got an app. Yes. It's called Who Breath. Yeah. H-U Breath. Yeah. And what I try to do is um, I've created BlockFit, which is dance, combat, hit yoga, med- meditation. And that you did a while back. That's yeah, right. And I've trained that. over 750 instructors. And again, and that was inspired by Muhammad Ali and Muhammad Bruce Ali Lee, and Bruce right? Lee, yeah. my first loves. Yeah. You know, um, uh, you know, flow like a butterfly, sting like a bee, if you really want to be like Muhammad Ali, bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> uh, and so what's that dance, combat, hit, hit yoga? Hit yoga, meditation. Yeah. And the who breath really came outside of the uh, yoga meditation part, which was like when I'd give testimonials, even like kids, uh, and I go, what did you like? Some people like dance, combat, or whatever it may be. But 
95% was like, oh my God, that meditation part when you did the breath, mm. it took me to, uh, and, and, uh, to a different dimension. And what was amazing was kids. And this is what's so incredible. Um, I wasn't meant to do it for kids. I was doing a tour of, of, of Butlins and um, um, Park Resorts. And I tried to give them, for me to get the gigs, again, blag it, be able to back it. I went, listen, I'll sing at night and the next day I'll do you a free block fit, right? Yeah. So I got about 30 gigs. I thought, great. So at night I would sing and I've got all these dances. But because I create my own music with the moves, yeah. in the next day, I thought it was for adults. And all of these kids turned up. Oh, and I'm thinking, oh, my God. Insurance. Insurance. <laughs> so I'll always go to the manager. Listen, <laughs> it's not for really kids. And they went, look, it's fine. And I'm thinking, well, they've already danced yeah. to the music. So let's do the dance part. And I tell them to just get off at the combat bit. So they do the dance and the whole family, grandma, grandpa, mom, kids. I said, right, okay, kids, you, this is a combat part. No one wants to get off the dance floor, right? So we do the dance floor. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. If you really want to be like Muhammad Ali, bang, bang, what? Bang, bang. They're doing it. Yeah. I'm thinking, okay, now we've got the hit which is 40 seconds on, 20 seconds off. I'm thinking, oh, the, the jumps and this. I thought, in my head, I'm thinking, right, let's make it exciting. So instead of like doing, like say this move, like this from side to side, like this, I thought, right, now, kids, we got the tiger. Tiger. Right? So I started doing these animal moves. They wouldn't move. I mean, they were like doing it more than the mums and dads. Yeah. And then I thought, they're not going to like the yoga meditation part, surely. They're doing it. And when we got to the breath work part, and I asked them, 95% of the kids went, I love that bit when you said, find your happy place. Because oh. what I do, I say, right now, okay, just lift your arms up and come back to your heart center and find your happy place. That's right? adorable. What is yeah. that saying that the kids love that? You know why? As the great master, like I said, I'm not religious, but the great master Jesus said, lest we become like children, we will ne never enter the kingdom of heaven. What does that mean? What that means is, is um, to be the child of the present nowment. Mm, right? Living in the so, now. So, so the kids, why they resonate with this is because we as adults have got a story a library of thoughts, of indoctrination, information, misinformation, and we act accordingly to that. And because it's all of those thoughts are based on ego, mm. we become fearful. And fear is false emotion appearing real. Or what I say, forget everything and rewind. <laughs> or funk everything and rewind. <laughs> right? A child is a mirror mind. They reflect everything, but hold on to nothing and no thing. Mm. So they are already in the present moment. So yes. when I say go to your happy place, they haven't got a baggage, emotional yes. baggage. Yes. So they're already transported to what you may call the kingdom of yeah. heaven or a true reality of who we should be. So really, human beings, and this is what I'm talking about, the who breath retreats, um, when I see people, first day they come, hi, meet my representative. <laughs> By the second, third day, 
they become children mm. and we connect with the inner child and as they say show me the child at the age of seven I'll show you the man or the woman so we what I realize now is um, adults are just broken children yeah and, and you bring out their truth and this is what we do this is what we do we call it the hoopanopanu uh, which is to um, and even I um uh, when I was teaching it, and I, at the end of the movement, before we do the breath work, we go into, I go, okay, stand here, imagine your seven-year-old self looking at you with those beautiful eyes, and you go, I'm sorry, and then I say, reach out, and they're holding your hand, no judgment, please forgive me, and I say, um, hold them, and go, um, I'm sorry, please forgive me, I love you, thank you. And we keep doing it, and um, as you can see, I'm getting very emotional now. Um, when you do that, um, something magical happens, and I realized, um, I was thinking, I was breaking down throughout uh, the, the, oh God, please. Take your time, that's all right. Um, I was asking myself, why am I getting so emotional just as I am now? And it was childhood abandonment. Not accepted. Uh, being bullied. All of that. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> it's obviously something I haven't dealt with yet. You know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. We can stop for a minute. No, 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 no. I don't want you to stop. Uh, so we have childhood abandonments. We have, and, and what I try to teach is, is, is four principles, which is surrender to what is, uh, humility, to be humble. Yeah. And not see yourself as grand. Uh, and love, self-love. You've got to love yourself. Not in an arrogant way. But self-love is accepting yourself with all your faults. Mm. Uh, and we've all got them. We've all got them. Yeah. Right. And the end of that is gratitude. Be grateful for everything that comes in your life. The good, the bad and the ugly. Oh. The good is a blessing, the bad is a lesson. So you're winning. Uh, every, every single person listening to this has probably had you know, some bad. Yeah, in their we life. all and do. You, you've got to break the circle. That's yeah, the thing, isn't and it? you have to forgive yourself. Yeah. Look, just as long as you forgive yourself and go, okay, yeah. I'm going to be better than I was yesterday. Not a year down the road, yeah. just better than you were yesterday. Day by day. Day by day. Yeah. And be the child of the present. Nowment. Yeah. And this is what we try to teach uh, through Who Breath. And, um, you know, one of the most beautiful uh, uh, testimonials was by Gemma Swainson. She's a real truthist. And uh, she said to me, uh, Chico, I suffered from PTSD. 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 Uh, traumatic stuff in childhood. And uh, she said, A week with you. 
I no longer suffer from that. Oh, wow, that's amazing. And that's amazing, you know. And, and, and people say to me, oh, Chico, what have you done to us? Wow. And you're, I giving, go, you're giving so much away that but, you've got to look but, but, for yourself. Yeah, I know. But the, the thing is, is I say, I have done nothing but pointing you to your own truth. Yeah. The breath is doing the work. I can't teach you you. Yeah. No more than the sky can be more sky-like. You are already that vastness. Yeah. You are already an ocean of limitlessness. So when you tap in and look within, you realize that the treasure is within you. Yeah. Though I was a, a spiritual taxi driver, so to speak, yeah. to give you that pointing, but I'm not your teacher, I'm not a preacher, I'm a pointing to your own truth. Yeah, and it can be painful to point your own truth. But, but guess what? Yeah. It's the most painful. Yeah. That's why people don't want to go there. Yeah, yeah. Because you're opening Pandora's box. It's good to have a good cry then. Yeah, okay. and boy, I've cried. Oh, <laughs> so much today. I've I'm cried. so sorry. I know, but I've cried, I've cried more today than I have in, I don't know. <laughs> wow. It's, but I, obviously, I, I've been holding on to much things, and this is ne- needed to be exercised. Yeah. And again, you've got to be genuine truth, you know. If you feel like crying, cry. Yeah. If you like laughing, laugh. Yeah. You know, just... well, we've laughed a lot today. Oh so yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah. Thing. <laughs> so uh, anyway, go, to go to wow. it's chicotime.com, yeah. please. Uh, well, we can look. download the app now. Yeah, it's actually on there. Who breath? And I've I've given uh, free breath work uh, on there that people can try it out. Amazing. Or um, I'm concentrating on uh, I called it the block fit mama because I know that many mums. I've got a wife uh, you know once you have kids tell me your about body, it your body changes <laughs> as you get a little bit older your metabolism tell changes me and guys don't understand this and don't realise this and I'm like listen are you a stressed mum are you putting yourself at the bottom of of of, of, of the pile yeah the pile yeah. Um, you lost your mojo you look at the mirror and go who's that imposter how are you about to hit the menopause you know your menopause man on pause (laughs) I know all about that (laughs) right so again and what I tried to do was to uh, I called it um, uh, lose weight feel great get fit get a date <laughs> get your sexy back yeah so what I'm trying to do is is reach out to all the mums and say you're beautiful as you are because your job is not just a mum you're a cleaner housekeeper a cook uh, a taxi driver and a therapist yeah you know yeah. And so uh, and, and this is what most men don't understand even if a man say for instance is a breadwinner and even if they're a CEO and they earn 100 grand well if you added the time of a mum it comes to 280 grand a year really? so yeah so please just just do one God. yeah yeah. I'm knackered. I do all of that shit. Yeah. So yeah. you're very spiritually aware, which we we yeah. we can hear. We're nearly finished. I feel like no, I'm no, dra- no. I'm draining you of all your. No, no, um, no. Please, uh... please carry on. <laughs> Honestly, this is the greatest joy. I, and you take good care of yourself, which is everything I aspire to be. But not uh, long ago, you were driving, and you um, you felt very ill. Yes. And you you were rushed to hospital and and had, had a, a stroke. stroke. Yeah, I call it a stroke of luck. And um, can I tell a story? Tell a story. Yeah. What Do- happened? Doctor said that you were a walking talking miracle uh, yeah, well guess what I really am a walking talking miracle and what happened was I did my um, block fit at Butlins and it was an incredible crazy weekend where people just go and just have let forget their worries anyway I did this class 
And again, the response was amazing. Was was like when I got them to the breath work part, they danced, they did the combat when they did, and they were like Chico. Can I? You know, most of them had turned around to me at that time and went, "I judged you in a certain way." Oh, and everyone I, does. And it's I know, and, and I just want you to know that. I got it all wrong, and I just want to say thank you. Oh. And to me, it was the greatest blessing, yeah. right? So anyway, I'm driving down the M3, and I'm talking to my wife, and it was about 12 o'clock-ish, and I went, all of a sudden, I'm losing, I'm having an out-of-body experience. And I've had many experiences called um, enlightenment or samadhi or fana. Basically, when you no longer this person, you go to another dimension. Mm. Anyway, as I'm talking to my wife, I went, I think I'm having one of those spiritual experiences. And she went, okay, cool. talk to me in a minute. And she's like, oh, no, 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 not another one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, luckily, there was a turn off. Um, as I turned, um, it was like a T-junction, and I stopped right there. And I've literally lost all faculties of the person or the human person my arm was like dead I'm thinking and you know what was crazy about this was two weeks before um, I sent a picture to my wife and I went I was 47 I went 47 year olds with a six pack don't get heart attacks or strokes yeah right well I didn't know this and at the time there was um, um, adverts they went to know that they call it face is like your face if your arm goes oh, dead, yeah, yeah. speech, yeah. and time. And I think, nah, don't be stupid. This is not me. You know, anyway, all of a sudden, I've got all these cars going, beep, 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 beep. But I couldn't. I, I, I even tried to put the hazard lights on, and I'm going, boom, like oh, this. And I couldn't God. even put it on. And that I'm must putting, have been so yeah, scary. I put the water on my head. I'm drinking water. Anyway, cut a long story short. I went, right, I've got to get out of this spot because it was a hazard. You know, I could have an accident, right? Because it was like a blind spot. And in the distance, I saw a pub and I drove with, I can't use my oh, no. left arm. So I'm driving and I entered the car park. As I entered the car park, I went, wow, God, we come to this world with nothing and we live with nothing, right? As I said that, the world as we know it pretty much disappeared. Like, gone. That's what enlightenment is, actually, yeah, believe yeah. it or not. Because you're a, in another reality, which makes this world seem like a dream world. Yeah, yeah. Right? But at that moment, all I could think of was, oh, my God, I'm dying, but I'm not going to see my uh, children. You actually thought you were dying? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I was dying. I had a near-death experience at that moment. And I said... Um, what happens is uh, you get a life review, a book of... Basically, at that time, there was nothing. Time stood still. There was no time. There was no space. and But my I saw my daughter getting married. Oh. Her getting married. And I went, I'm not going to be there. Oh. I saw my son with his family. I wasn't going to be there. And I the only thing I thought about was my kids, my, my, my daughter, my son, and my charity. And I went... I'm going to die and I can't help all the children that I wanted to help oh and at that moment I had to formulate a sentence to say what am I going to do this is my final this is my deathbed right and I went God I just want you to know 
I don't want to go. I don't feel that it's my time because I don't feel that I fulfilled your mission. But if I close my eyes and don't wake up again, I, I want you to know I've done my best. Yeah. And three hours later, I woke up. Uh, in I hospital? No, in the car park. What? Yeah. And then I drove, not knowing I had a stroke. Uh, well, my, did when you woke up, were you like, where am I? What yeah, I? exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I drove for two and a half hours on my right arm changing the gear sticks and my wife went wow you don't look well I said I need to sleep guess what I woke up at 6 o'clock in the morning and I drove for three and a half hours to Butlins in Skegness right because I was in Bogner I drove for three and a half hours and I'm thinking how am I going to go float like a butterfly sting like a bee because you have to punch and I couldn't move my left arm and through three and a half hours I kept on as I'm driving I'm trying to make it work. Yeah. And I made it work about 50-60% to just get through the show. Drove back for three and a half hours. I was gone. And my wife went, you've got to go to the doctor. I said, this was a Saturday. I've gone to the doctor on the Monday. And he went, it looks like you've had a TIA. I went, oh, Tia, my best friend's daughter's called Tia. He went, no, that's transic, ischemic, whatever. He went, what does that mean? He said, um, I think you've had a mini stroke. I think you need to go to the doctor. So I went to the doctor on Tuesday and they did every test on me. And uh, um, Dr. Adams, bless him, beautiful, beautiful human being. Uh, He's looking through my records like this going, wow, everything is coming across as a, a, as a soup. It's like an athlete. (laughs) I went, yeah, well, that's what I do. Fitness, health, you know. (laughs) And he says, all right, let's look at your scan. And he just put it up and he went, oh, 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 excuse me. I, I'll be back in a minute. Oh, God, that's right? another. And, and, and then, and then but he went off. Why? Because when he came back, it, he thought the scan was uh, wrong. It means the scan was from, like, they mixed it up with uh, another person. Yeah. And it was a 50 pence uh, blood clot in the right hemisphere of my brain. So I jokingly, when he walked in, I went, don't tell me. I've had a mini stroke. He went, no, no, there's nothing mini about this. You've had a full-on stroke. And then he started to break down what happens to a person like this. And and he was like uh, 45% a vegetable state. Oh, damn. Uh, 15% die instantly. He says, you are not, 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 not pussy. He said, I've never in 25 years of my medical whatever it may be, uh, uh, practice, I've never, ever come across a person like this. I said to him, oh, I'm a walking, talking miracle then. He went, well, actually, we can't say that in medical terms. <laughs> but let's just say we attribute it to your who breath and, and uh, your fitness. I went, I'll have that. A bit like Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> I'll have that. So, so yeah. So, yeah. so, so you know what uh, brought it on? No one knows. Uh, but I do know what it, what it was. Uh, clearly, it wasn't Chico time. <laughs> but um, I had my spiritual master's um, second in command, so to speak. And he says many, the whole country or the world thinks it's it's a, a, a stroke. It's a physical matter. He says, no, it was a spiritual matter for you. Right. Because I was going off the rails a little bit. Ah. Right. And he it said... It made you stop. He said it was to bring you back. Yeah, yeah. Because he said, understand 
the vision and your mission. And your mission is not this. Yeah. Your mission is this. Yeah. To enlighten people, to bring people to an understanding of love, unconditional love and reality. And you're going the wrong direction. So, but you wasn't listening. Yeah. Because ADHD and an Aries, upon Aries, so fire sign, he says there was nothing that we can do other than to give you some, give an you awakening. Give a wake up call, yeah. yeah. And it, it was an awakening. And and your angels were looking after you. Oh my God, they're working overtime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All <laughs> the time. Talking of angels, you are yourself yeah. an angel because you are doing everything for other people all the time. Like you were saying earlier, you've got your charity. Uh, We've Rainbow- reached 100,000 100, people uh, so far from South Africa to all people from England, Pakistan, India, uh, Europe, and we've Yeah, sorry. No, I was going to say, the Rainbow Child Foundation, t- 2010, you had a single, it's England time, and all the money you, were, you made went to that. Uh, uh, everything, uh, uh, what, what, we, what we try to do is, like, when a cause moves me, I go, right, we're going to raise for this. Right now, it's the Ukrainian children and yeah. mothers. Now, Tanya and Mohammed, who are instrumental in um, my retreats, Can I tell you a story? Yeah. I right. love his stories. Keep going. Okay. So what happened was um, two years ago, I had, just as COVID started, obviously we're the ones that are going to suffer the most because gigs have gone. Yeah. Everything that I had, I had literally retreats, Bali, Thailand, the whole shebang. Um, I had all gigs lined up. Everything went yeah. gone. And I got to... Uh, I had a little tour from the 27th of July to the 15th of August. Not last year, the year before. Of course, Boris makes the close down. Mm. So that bit where I had a bit of revenue to yeah. come was gone. Yeah. And I was on my knees. And as they, I, I, as they say... When you find yourself on your knees, it's a perfect time to pray. Yeah. All right. My bees were on fire. <laughs> right. Honest to God. And my friend calls me, Mohammed calls me up. He goes, Chico, I just thought of you just now. He says, um, why don't you come over and stay at my villa? And I went, I, I can't afford the flights. He went, oh, it's only 132. Uh, I said, it's all of us. I, I literally haven't got the, the flight money. He says, it's only 132. I went, yeah, but times three or yeah, four, yeah. that's a lot of money. He went, no, 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 for all of you. I went, no. Anyway, cut a long story short. I go and I'm like, this is paradise before paradise. It, it reminded me of the goat herding days, which was like orange trees everywhere, yeah. the beaches and Europe all in one at a walking distance, which is Benadryl Caves. It's the most beautiful places. Anyway, we had a great couple of weeks. And as I was just about to leave, he went, oh, I saw you do your retreat in the Atlas Mountains. Listen, why don't you come and do a retreat here? Amazing. And I went, I said, look, I, I can't afford He went, look, it's free. Just come, use my villa and no worries. And that's how it started. Amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that's, thank you. That's it. Before we go, last yeah. thing I want to ask yeah. you. You've talked about everyone else's kids. Just quickly tell me about yours. One of them oh, at the Brit School. Beautiful kids, Lala Kira and Zakaria. Uh, Lala Kira was named after my grandma, which is a divine blessing. And Zakaria means God has remembered, uh, whatever your God may be, right? Yeah. The, 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 the celestial 
love. And they're, you may call they're your it. blessing. And they are my blessing. And she's in the Brit School, which Amy Winehouse, Adele, uh, Jesse J, everyone yeah. has come from there. And um, she's a singer too. Then you should, a singer songwriter. Amazing. Thank God, one of us can sing in the family. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, she's she's got something very very beautiful about her, and she's beautiful How do physically we find and her? spiritual. Uh, Just Lala Kira. Yeah. Oh, I think she's it's Lala Kira. Yeah. Um, you can find. Do you know what's weird is she doesn't do she. There's some singing on on her social media. But she doesn't sell that, yeah. you know. The kids, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, for me, I allow them to be themselves. I don't want to just push them because, you know, I took her to the Adele um, uh, concert in her last one in Wembley yeah. when she was eleven, and I said to her, "How, how do you feel, hon?" She went, "Dad, I feel like I can do this." Yeah. And I went, "Wow, that's you amazing!" Go, girl. And I went, "Well, you're going to secondary school, and what I would like you." to know that I will support you in anything that you want to do but I don't want to push you into something that we think you should be and I said do you want to sing she went dad music is my life that's all I want to be and I said to her so are you doing it because you want to be like Adele and famous she went no dad I just wanted to sing. Oh. And I thought, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to support you. Following your passion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, follow your passion, live your, love your passion, live your passion, then you become your passion. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Honestly, it's been Thank so you. lovely. It's been the most beautiful uh, gathering. <laughs> it doesn't feel like an interview. It doesn't feel like a podcast. I've uh, Thank you because I've shed the tears that I needed to. <laughs> I spoke my truth and all I want to say to whoever's listened to this is be true to you. Oh. And may the who be with you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, my darling. Oh my God, this has been beautiful. Oh Lord. Mwah. So Thank love. you. Thank you. Wasting my day waking up Thank you, Chico, for your positivity and your energy. ChicoTime.com. Check it out. That's it for now. Love you for listening. And don't forget to show love. Thank you to Ollie Trevers for Saucy Naughty Rubbish and Danny Wright for staying in. Both doing gigs right now, so please check them out. Thank you to Alex McArdle for sound and edits. And please follow us on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook at Show Love UK. And if you want to join the conversation, please join the group Show Love Podcast on Facebook. Thank you. Procrastination, self-stimulation, instant gratification. I'm self-medicating, therapist recommending, more meditating, wasted education. I need more admiration.
I watch it cause I'm feeling hungry Try and shift the mood so I order Chinese food Said fuck it, just keep the change dude Finance situation, spent on dedication Dreams of Wembley Stadium and my name carved in the pavement